This is the unadulterated Word of God, coming to you from Savannah Ministries. We build up believers unto maturity. We raise ministers for the end-time harvest. We preach the Word of God with signs and wonders following. And we use the Word of God to meet the needs of mankind. the Lord and shout one more time. Hallelujah. Let me see God bless you. Amen. In all my sessions at Committing 21, I'll be teaching on what I've titled The Victory is in the Message. Amen. The victory is in the message. The victory is in the message. The victory is in the message. And listen, as I teach, expect the Lord to touch you. Amen. As I teach and minister, expect prophetic assistance. Amen. Oh, is somebody with me? Expect prophetic assistance. Glory to God forevermore. You know, studying my Bible, something got my attention. The Bible is very clear on taking personal responsibility. But the Bible is also very clear on the things you can do for yourself. Hallelujah. You know, Paul, in 1 Timothy chapter 4, you read verse 12 to 15. He began to talk to Timothy. Verse 15 talks about um, what, what Paul intended, how to prosper, right? Then you start from 14. He says, don't let anyone despise your youth. Be an example unto believers in words, in doctrine, in purity. You go to 13, he talks about, he says, give attention to reading, to doctrine, to personal development. But when you get to verse 13, he tells Timothy, that is not enough. He says, neglect not the gift which is in you. That one, you can't do it by yourself. He says, it was given to you by prophecy and the laying on of hands of the presbytery. Ah, that means when we prophesy, we are giving things. Oh, are you here tonight? That means things are handed by prophecy. How can you explain it? Words are spoken, but things are transferred. Are you with me? He said, this one was given to you. It wasn't by reading. He told him to read. He told him to do personal development. He told him to be solid in doctrine. He said, but there's something that is only transmitted by prophecy and the laying on of hands. Are you with me? It's the same thing that was said in Ezra, Ezra chapter 6, verse 14. He says, they were building and they prophesied. And they prospered, rather, through the prophesying of Zechariah the prophet. Are you with me? Of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo. I love the way verse chapter 5, verse 2 be put it. It says, the prophets were with them, helping them. The prophets, they built it. The prophets were with them, helping them. Helping with block and cement? No. They were not carrying rods. Are you with me? How were they helping? Through the prophetic utterance. At come meeting 21, the prophets are here. And they are here to help you. Are you ready tonight? They are here to help you. Glory to God forevermore. So every word that goes out, jump at it. Jump at it. We will come here, hands will be laid on us, and then money will start following us. Are you with me? And there is somebody here, as you are sitting here, you will leave here, money will start following you. There's somebody under the sound of my voice. You are returning from camp meeting as the move of the spirit for your city. Oh, you didn't hear me. As the move of the spirit for your sector. As the move of the spirit for your family. 
as the move of the spirit for your nation. If you have that person shout a louder, Amen. If you heard me clearly, I didn't say, I said, you are the move of the spirit. You live here as the move of the spirit. Why you have come to the company of prophets. Glory to God forevermore. You are living committing to one clothed with honor from God. Literally. Can I get an amen? amen? Glory, glory, glory to God. Very quickly, Romans chapter 1, 16 and 17. Mm, this is nice. I'm still trying to get our church to do that. Amen. Praise God. Romans 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Romans 1, 16, 17. The victory is in the message. Oh, glory to God. Paul says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. To the Jews first and also to the Greeks. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. Isaiah 53, 1. Ah, I was waiting for that. Glory to God. It is sweet to praise God. I think I should go back and do it. Amen. Hi. Isaiah 53, 1. He said, who has believed our report? <laughs> and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? I'll read to verse 5. For he shall grow before him as a tender plant. And as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form, no comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely, you see, there's, there's just a blessing in reading this. You are just blessed just reading it. He says, surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Oh, hallelujah. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The punishment, the chastisement for our peace, our shalom, our prosperity, our welfare was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. First John. First John. Are you enjoying this? First John chapter 5. We'll read 4 to 5. He said, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Not to leave you in the dark. I love this five. He said, who is he that overcometh the world? In case you are not sure, who is he that overcometh the world? He that believes that Jesus is the son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, the world system and our environment is being programmed more and more daily to make us think that we have many alternatives, many options. You see, it's a deliberate programming. The media has been weaponized. The entertainment industry has been weaponized. Literally everything coming at you is trying to sell you an ideology. But look, there is an alternative to the gospel. But look, there is, um, a, well, God is one of the many options. But that is a lie. That is a lie. 
It's there everywhere. We can see it. We can see it in the adverts, in the movies. We can see it. And they are trying to get us, um, and I'm talking about as believers now, to get us to a place where we think that um, they, there's something else apart from the gospel. It's ongoing. It's subliminal, but it's ongoing. But I came to announce to you tonight that God does not have two answers. Mm-mm. Oh, the gospel is God's only answer. Are you with me? The gospel is God's only and last answer. Are you with me? God, they are not. Listen, you can write this somewhere. There will never be a healthy alternative to the gospel. There can never be. There can never be. You know, Satan always fights what he fears. So all the weapons he's deploying to distract people is because he's afraid of a church who is fully taught, who is fully dependent on this message. Are you with me? From Genesis to Revelation to the 21st century, the gospel is God's only answer. The gospel is the real answer to life questions. It doesn't matter what area of life is asking you questions. The answers are in the gospel. The answer is this message. Glory to God. And God has not left us without the witness. I say from Genesis to Revelation. You see it everywhere. In the Garden of Eden, Adam did not have another alternative. Those who were spoken to him, be fruitful, multiply, sub- replenish the earth, subdue it. That was all he needed. When he thought of something extra, he ran into trouble. Are you with me? He ran into trouble. But you see, the word God gave him, which to him was this message. The message from God sustained him. He was tending the garden. You know, I was thinking about Genesis 1 and Genesis 2. The, the garden had rivers. And, and Adam was not using kennels. He didn't need them. He didn't need them. That message sustained him. No alternatives. Are you with me? Even when he fell, God's strategy was still the gospel. He took skin of animal and covered him with that blood which is a sign of the gospel a symbol of christ's sacrifice are you with me but watch this you know adam had an alternative before before god showed up the bible said he made aprons of fig leaves and covered himself you know fig leaves each that means every man's attempt to solve his problem outside of god's provision will produce more discomfort as we're talking that is already going on are you with me? He made fig leaves and covered himself. More discomfort. But when God came, his answer was the gospel. His answer was the gospel. Oh, hallelujah. You see, in the days of Noah, the only answer was the ark. It doesn't matter how intelligent you were, how smart the certificate you had. If you were not in the ark, you couldn't find your way around the flood. It's the same thing today. A victory is in the message. Are you with me? Our victory is in the message. We see it in the Abrahamic covenant. We see it in the lives of our patriarchs. In the days when, when, when David was faced with Goliath, he didn't think about his... You know, it was said that men from Bethlehem or men from the tribe of Judah were skilled with the slings. He was there. The skill was in place. But you know when, where David's eyes were? The covenant. He says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Define the army of the living God. That was the backdrop for his action. Are you with me? When the wall of Jericho came down, the only person who was preserved was the one who had the scarlet, the gospel. Nobody escaped it. 
And if you made your way into that house of Rahab the Harlot, you were saved. Remarkable that a scarlet had enough intelligence <laughs> to preserve a house on the world. Oh, glory to God. At the Passover, this gospel was the answer. Only answer. Egyptians who were able to make it to the house of the Jews. All you needed to do was to have your doorposts and your lintel marked with blood. And you were preserved. No alternatives. I could go on and on and on. All this story is to sell to you the resolve to zero in on this message. Are you here? To zero in on this message. The gospel. The message. And it is definite. It is definite. You know, there are people who say, well, um, you know, I teach in church. Some doctrine is not subjective. The gospel is not subjective. When you look to the Bible, the message of the Bible is clear. Oh, glory to God. Except you are not rightly divided. If you rightly divide the Bible, the message is clear. There's no such thing as this is what this denomination believes. <laughs> this is what to believe. We are these people. No, 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 no. And I know by the power of the Spirit, God is bringing His church into the unity of the faith. Now, that unity of the faith is not an economical movement, where a communical movement, where everybody is under one umbrella, one pope. No, it ain't going to happen. But you see, the unity of the faith is the unity of the revelation of the essence of the scripture which is what we call the gospel follow me closely are you here Paul told Timothy he said giving diligence Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 study study or give diligence to show yourself approved unto God a workman that need not to be ashamed rightly dividing Oh, the Greek word there is interesting. It's orthotomio. Now, those who are surgeons here will understand. It's a surgical word. It means to cut with surgical precision. <laughs> Any surgeon can tell you that there is how to cut. If you are, I started medicine in school, but it's a long time. Amen. Pastor Nugua is doing it for us. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Any surgeon would tell you that there is a way to cut to locate an organ. If you are looking for an appendix, there's a way to cut. Praise God. If you, are look, if you want to do Caesarean section, there's a way to call. That was what Paul was saying. That you see, there is a way to rightly divide the word of truth. And if you understand the matrix for dividing, if you understand the landmarks, you arrive at one thing, what we call the gospel. The message. Are you with me tonight? So it's not subjective. There's no about grace move, faith move, kingdom move. No, no, no. The gospel is one. The message, hallelujah, it is one and it is clear. You have to be deliberate to miss it. It is clear. <laughs> From Genesis to Revelation, God's intent is clear. That the entirety of scripture is about Christ and him crucified. It's about Christ and what he came to do. It's about the revelation of the person of Christ, number one. Number two, the essence of his mission on the earth. Number three, the impact it has on humanity. You will see clearly from scriptures. And Jesus himself said it. John chapter 5 verse 39. He told them. He said you are studying the scripture. Thinking that in them you find it in life. He said they are which testify of me. I don't know if you have TPT. TPT. 
Ah, we're all TPT folks now. Amen. Glory to God. We have moved. It used to be message. We have moved. Amen. Progress is allowed. <laughs> there is some people laugh. I know I'm not the only one. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Let, 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 let me read. Okay, it's on the screen. I'm trying to look at the screen. Okay, beautiful. He says, you are busy analyzing the scriptures, frantically pouring over them in the hopes of gaining eternal life. Everything you read points to me. Now, you can't see that in the Bible and do as though you didn't see it. Everything you read points to me. Everything, ah, everything you read points to me. Everything you are reading stories, they are pointing to me. You are seeing the Jewish feast, they are pointing to me. When you read Passover, it was about me. When you read about the feast of unleavened bread, it was about me. When you read about the feast of first fruit, it was about me. When you read about the feast of Pentecost, it was about me. Everything points to me. So there is a definiteness to the message. Oh, yes, there is. Anything short of this is not the gospel. It may have some glory. Don't forget, even the law had glory. But there is the glory that excelleth. Oh, hallelujah. The proponents may be vast in scripture. You know, vast in scripture does not translate to knowing the right thing. Go and ask Apollos. <laughs> ask Acts 18. Acts 18. The Bible says that Apollo was mighty in scriptures. But all you know, when you, when you summarize this revelation, is the baptism of John. That's remarkable. <laughs> he was vast in scripture. They may sound vast in scripture, but they may just be another Apollos. The Bible says Aquila and Priscilla, they took him to one side and expounded to him more clearly the things concerning the Lord. Are you with me? There's a definiteness to the message. And listen, you know, something happened maybe this year. Somebody died in this country. And I was looking out. I was observing the body language of many people. Well, actually, God spoke to me. And it occurred to me that there had been a gap in doctrine. There's been a gap in some doctrine. Because people were arguing, is it for us or against us? I speak in parables. Is it for us or against us? I was amazed. I was amazed. In fact, people were now using good works, quote and unquote, televised good works. Oh, glory to God. Toretu is a man of God. I, 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 I paused. I said, what, what is, what's, what's going on right here? Bill Gates must be a general overseer then. <laughs> Are you here tonight? But you see, why, why did that happen? A gap in understanding what the message is. Because it is impossible to understand what the message is and miss God in certain ways. You see, Paul, I believe it was Hebrews, he talked about, I'll just paraphrase. It should be Hebrews, Hebrews 13. He said, it's a good thing for the heart to be established in grace. <laughs> to be established in grace. He says, so that you are not moved, tossed to and fro. Are you seeing it? That means when people's hearts are not established in what is sound doctrine, in the gospel, they are unstable. They cannot differentiate what is good and evil. <laughs> they can't. 
Why? There is no matrix. There is no reference. They are not used. They don't even know anything. So I'm going to come and say, okay, 10 steps to getting rich. And they read it from the Bible. That's wonderful. But you see, that is not the gospel. That is not the gospel. Are you with me tonight? The moment a believer's eyes are open to see the light of the gospel, you can't be defeated. It's impossible. No, you can't be defeated. It's an absolute impossibility. Oh, glory to God forevermore. How could you read Isaiah 53 and be defeated? He says, who has believed our report? To whom is the arm? That is the storehouse of God's power. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Christ revealed his power released. Gospel preached his power released. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Are you with me tonight? This is a call to return to our core. And I'm going to add a few, some other things. You know, there are people who say, but pastor, I've been hanging around this message and victory is far from me. That you are saying that meaning means you have not really been hanging around the message. Because people who have zeroed in on the message do not talk like that. They don't talk like that. And most times when you find people saying that there is a gap of protracted interface with the message. Yes, now I'm entering into my message now. Amen. There's a gap of protracted interface with the message. You see, unconsciously, we are trying out many things. That's the truth. Like I said earlier, there are many things designed in our environment to get our attention, to distract us from what comes. The question you should ask yourself is, what did the early church do with the message? How did they relate to the message? Because I, people say that, okay, well, is not Christ and him crucified? Is it not what Jesus came to do? I know all that already, but well, it is not working. You have not worked it. You have not worked it. You have not worked it. Glory to God. Does the message need to be worked? Yes! Oh, yes, it does. So I asked, what did the early church do with the message? They sat on it. You hear things like, they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. They continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Now, he differentiated it because there were many doctrines. The Pharisees had their doctrines. The Sadducees had their doctrines. Come on now. But there was a doctrine. He was selective. They continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. He wasn't mixed. Oh, are you here? He wasn't mixed. They continue steadfastly. That is consistency. That is to zero in on. Oh, and they saw power. Oh, they saw power. Listen, how could Jesus commend or, or, or give a global enterprise to uneducated men to persecute? How? No wise person does that. Except you give them something that works. And that was what Jesus did. Uneducated. The Bible said they took note that these guys are unlearned. Meros Kebata. But they have been with Jesus. <laughs> they have been with Jesus. In case you know, it's not the three and a half years old. So people misunderstand that. Uh, after three and a half years, did Peter deny him? 
that 40 days, it wasn't miracles Jesus was doing. No. He was showing them from scriptures the things concerning himself. He was calling them in the efficacy of the message. That was what Jesus was doing. This is why you notice in Acts chapter 2, on the first day of the church, Peter stood and he could give perspective to the writings of the prophets. Something had happened in 40 days. He showed them with infallible proofs from where? From scriptures. By the time they came out, that they didn't go to school, didn't matter anymore. Oh, Maseke Pataya. He says they turned their world upside down. Oh, there was something they saw. And that was that apostle's doctrine that the believers zeroed in on. Are you with me? Stayed on it. Protracted interface. This is not Sunday message. Oh. Are you listening to a message on Sunday night? Nice oh God, thank you for And you go home to the next Sunday. Or to Tuesday. No, sir. No, ma. No, sir. No, ma. Do you know what they did in the early church? When you read Acts 19. Again, in Acts 14, you see them. It says, long time abode there speaking boldly. <laughs> He's staying in that message. Long time, not short time. Long time abode there speaking boldly. Speaking boldly. And God gave testimony to the word of his grace. That means what they were speaking was the word of his grace. In Acts 19, you see Paul separating 12 men inspiring. Every minister of the gospel here, you can go and read that Acts 19. It's, but for me, that's one of the things God, one of the keys God showed me to take the city. Are you with me? Paul gathered 12 people. That means with this message, it doesn't matter where you are now. It doesn't matter what you are going through. Just let your focus be right. Just learn to stick with it and stick, with, stick, stick it out with the, with the message. Are you with me? Whether for healing, for prosperity, for the next level, for expansion, for explosion. Once you know that the victory is in the message, it's not coming from somewhere else. You will sit on it. And that sitting on it will produce the faith required for manifestations. Imagine looking at Paul with 12 people. You know the church of 12 people? <laughs> the Bible says he met certain disciples at Ephesus. He says, did you receive the Holy Ghost since you believed? I said, we have not heard of any Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy what? Or did he say, Holy what? Holy Ghost. He says, unto what then were you baptized? Likely they were disciples of Apollos. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Apollos, you know I love you. When we meet in heaven. <laughs> I'm not having you. Amen. I'm just teaching. <laughs> Praise God. Twelve men. The Bible says, he preached to them, got them baptized, got them filled with the Holy Ghost. And then he began to teach them. There was contention in the synagogue. Then he separated them to the school of Tyrannus. Meros Kabadile Kusaya. Those days are here again. We began doing something in Joshua. We call it total immersion. We want to make it monthly. You just come and sit down for 10 hours. Hear word and pray. Because I saw from that verse that the rate at which we are going you just have people coming around without men with stature that can take systems and nations. Are you with me? Hold on. Now, in, in chapter 19, he took 12 men, kept them in the school of Tyrannus, teaching them daily. Do you have an idea of how Paul teaches? Go to Acts 20, you see there. Paul came on Sunday morning, 
began to teach. This Sunday service. Praise the Lord. Let Apostle Paul teach. As I'm teaching like this. He preached till midnight. Eutychus fell and died. He said, bring him up. He rose him from the dead. He continued preaching. Until morning. Now, he gives you an idea of Paul's teaching ministry. And then he departed. <laughs> he gives you an idea of what was going on in Acts 19. Are you getting me? Staying with the message. This is, you have to make a decision. You see, ministry is for every believer. The lie that the devil told the church over the years is that ministry is for those on the pulpit preaching at you. <clears throat> but good news, ministry is for every believer. And that implicates you for responsibility. Oh yes, it does. So when the young man is fasting and praying and preparing for ministry, uh, uh, you should ask, what ministry now? Is it pulpit or marketplace? God spoke to me last year. I shared with Reverend Gowak. I said, the way we are going to take the marketplace, you need to hear this, is God raising men that have the dealings of full-time ministry and sending them to the marketplace. You heard me. You know the way on campus people prepare for ministry? They are fast. You know, one guy looked at me, medical school, he said, see your bones. The way you are looking, we use it for osteology tutorials. <laughs> osteology is a study of bones. I said, don't worry, you reach me for help. <laughs> Praise God. Are you with me? Here's my point. Twelve men locked in teaching every day for two years. Every day for two years. Every day for... That is walking the message. Every day for two years. Every day. No, just imagine listening to the message every day for two years. You cannot fail. Your heart cannot be small. There will be enlargement. Your spirit will be cast over the territory. When Paul was done, he began with strange miracles. Then from that, the Bible says, in the city of Ephesus, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. How? With 12 men. With 12 men who sat on the message. Knowing that Paul was not teaching uh, how to... <laughs> Let me not say this one. So that nobody... Amen. How to get the wife of your dream. How to trap the hobby of your dream. <laughs> Paul was preaching Christ. He knew nothing except Christ and him crucified. So they were expounding scriptures. Morning till evening. For two years. No wonder novices in chapter 19 became episcopals in chapter 20. They became overseers. The overseers he returned to Ephesus to pray for were the novices in chapter 19. In two years. He was injecting spiritual growth hormones. You can't, you can't, oh, are you with me? You can't stick with the message like that and talk anyhow. You can't. Or see anyhow. It's not possible. You'll be programmed. I, I, I wish I would get into that today or tomorrow. You see, the first thing that happens is persuasions. When you begin to stay with the message, persuasions, persuasions, that's the first thing. It now moves to giving you a mindset. Kaya, bo, kaya. A mi There's the way you think. There's the way you cannot think. That's just the way you are. Why you have stayed with the message. Why you know there are no alternatives. Are you with me? And this applies to everyone in the marketplace. There is for everybody. There are no alternatives. Oh, I gave the story, um, the illustration of David shot, um, just a while ago. When he stood before Goliath, what came to his mind? The message. Not his skill. 
the skill is important. The message gives your skill value. Are you with me? He says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is this guy cut off from the covenant of promise? I will take off your head. To Moses, I mean, sorry, to David, there are spiritual forces that control life on the earth. (laughs) And I have access to them. (laughs) Oh, glory to God. Are you here tonight? Are you here tonight? How could you read, we are the circumcision that worship God in spirit. We rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Just quoting it makes me feel the anointing. (laughs) You can't keep your eyes on that and fail. That was the same circumcision that David referred to and he brought Goliath down. Your victory is in the message. It's not in how far science has gone. <laughs> it's not in how far medical sciences have gone. No. No. No, when I hear that people go overseas and they are questioning if there's God, I say they never met God in the first place. No, 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 no. If you met God, you know there's a civilization preloaded in your spirit that the world cannot catch up with. So they are enjoying uh, 24 hours like what nonsense talk. What is that? Or they are dropping milk in your house. You see, that's life. You didn't meet Jesus. <laughs> you didn't meet Jesus. If you met him, you will know his Kalebo Kasemodo Kisapa. The glory. See, the glory I see, this world cannot catch up. <laughs> they can't catch up. You know, there was the day I heard um, Yogisho's story about his son. When his son died, was poisoned and he died. And then he laid hands on the son. And then the Lord told him, one, they were all poisoned. One of the classmates died and was buried. He laid hands on his son. And he prophesied, he said, may the bitter water, may the bitterness be turned to life and sweetness. And the guy came back to life. And I said, how can, can CNN capture that? There's a glory that we have that the world cannot represent. That the world cannot, re- there's a glory. We are not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to us. Oh, yeah, we are not. We are not. We are not the ones outside trying to peep in what's going on. No. We are setting the pace and they are following. Hopefully tomorrow morning I'll give you the marketplace version of my message. Oh, we, we, we are the core. We are the center of activity of the universe. Are you with me? Oh, yes, we are. And it's because we are custodians of this message. Oh, glory to God. He said he was offered for offenses. He was raised for a dichiosis. You can't, you, can't, you can't read that and be normal. I, oh God. The world has no answer for sin. You watch the movies. They have no answer. They have no answer. When it comes upon them, they yield to the inner working principles of sin. But we have an answer. We have a ransom. What the message? Your victory is in this message. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. He's in staying in it. If Paul with 12 men can take, there's a, not only in Ephesus, but all of Asia. All of Asia. Levros Kebedulaka. All of Asia. All of Asia. 
And just let me give an evangelical side of it. We are not making the message available enough. No, we are not. You know, we have this misconception that people are preaching everywhere that the gospel is out there. No, we are not. We are not now. You just to sit down one day and do an analysis. The, the, the message is not available. But you see, the beautiful thing is, God did not tell us to make the message acceptable. He told us to make it available. Because the message has within itself the power to bring transformation. It does. It does. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. And we're going to push it out. Glory to God. We're going to push this message out. He's the hope of the world. Oh, he said, a, an heir to David's throne will emerge. That was with adventures thing. Hallelujah. He will rule over all the non-Gentile nations. I says, in him shall all their hopes be fulfilled, be met. All. He's the hope of the world. What we have is what the world needs. Oh, that's the answer that the world is seeking. That's the answer. Glory to God forevermore. And we have it. But first, it begins by walking in us. By walking in us. Until we become living manifestations of the message. Oh, glory to God. Staying with it. Protracted interface. Protracted interface. You, you, you read in the 50s and 60s about the healing revival. Then you go and study. How were they having meetings? What was their, what was their interaction with the message like? Yeah, can I take in the whole three weeks of revival meetings? They are preaching morning, afternoon, evening. Four weeks, seven weeks. Every day. That was an attempt to replicate Acts 19. And they saw the results. They took their word. But it can begin with your personal life. Make the gospel the Lord of your ears. Make it the Lord of your ears. Filter. Are you with me? Make it the Lord of your ears. Bring your ear in submission. Oh, glory to God. A lady, a lady in church said something one day that stuck. That stuck is something we say. He says, at the point, I think she was dealing with something. She said, at the point, I listened to messages for one year until I, my mind did not have time to think. That's back to back. Back to back. Messages playing. You see, until I, I couldn't think anything different. And the results, were sh- the results were showing it. You could see the depth of persuasion. That's the first thing that happens. The depth of persuasion. Hearing it is not enough. Listen, until you are persuaded, you have not heard. <laughs> this is why you notice that the Bible is big on hearing. On the hearing of faith. On the hearing of faith. What are you going to do with... Almost a fair adventure. What are you going to do with committing messages after committing is over? The hearing of faith. You hear until you are persuaded. You hear until convictions are birthed. Oh, once you are persuaded about this, you God's logic becomes your logic. Oh, I call faith mingling with the logic of God. Listen, the supernatural is logical, but it is logic at the higher realm. Hallelujah. You have mingled with the logic of God until the supernatural is logical. Uh, you are seeing a deaf ear. It's logical that the deaf ear should hear. And you are speaking to it. Why? You have been hearing something lately. <laughs> Glory to God. And they are telling you this place is dry. I say, no, no, can't you see a forest? Can't you see a forest? Why? You are mingling with the logic of God. You are seen from his world. He said, until the spirit be poured on us from on high. Pen 
Heavy wilderness shall become a fruitful field. A fruitful field counted for a forest. So you know that wilderness can become a forest. But see, the more you stay, the more really becomes. The more you stay, the more persuaded. You can't see it otherwise. You can't see it another way. Why persuasions? Persuasions. Eh, I heard, I heard, I heard that my sins are forgiven. Are you persuaded? And by the way, the forgiveness of sin is a foundation of our gospel. Listen, don't give your ears to people that make light of the things that are important to us. Are you listening to me? <clears throat> they say, your sins are forgiven and so what? And so what? Really? And so what? Really? And so what? Really? And so what? Really? Central to salvation is the forgiveness of sin. Are you with me? Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, you stay with it too. Until you are persuaded. That is the gap for most people. That persuasion. Okay, I've heard that this is what God has done for me. But I'm not seeing it. What is the gap? Protracted interface with the message. That is the gap. You stay until you are persuaded. You stay until convictions are birth. You stay until the logic of God. You know, the word logos, that's word. That's where the God logic from. Until the logic of God become your, becomes your logic. The supernatural becomes logical. The miraculous life becomes logical. We've had testimonies. We just finished the outpouring. The testimonies are amazing. We keep receiving testimonies, even to yesterday, of finances, of healings, HIV healed, chronic ulcers, all kinds. Diabetes healed with laboratory evidence. Now, why, why will you stand before the sick? On the second day, I said, there's somebody with HIV AIDS. You have been healed with laboratory evidence. On, on Wednesday, he went to the hospital. He tested negative. On Thursday, he went to the hospital. He tested negative. <laughs> Glory to God. Here is my point. Why, why, who gives you the authority to say that? Human logic cannot afford it. I've entered more trial to pray for dead bodies in the midst of dead bodies. Human logic cannot do that. You were told when somebody dies, autolysis are set in the man, <laughs> all kinds of decay. But you see, when you mingle with the logic of God, you know, one million dollars is figures. Oh, you didn't hear that. He can come to you in the wilderness. He can come to you. God furnished a table in the wilderness. Spain is the gap. Protracted interface is the gap. Oh, glory to God. Putting your, 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 your feet upon that, that pedal until persuasions. You know the city is yours. You know the world is yours. I'm going global. You can't convince me otherwise. I've mingled with Romans 1 5. The Lord Jesus spoke to me years ago. He says, I have given you grace and apostleship to make the nations obedient to the faith for my name's sake. I've stayed with it. You can't convince me otherwise. What we are doing is not just for just. It's not possible. And everything I need will trace me to where I am. Are you here? Persuasions. 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 Go back and stay. Oh, glory to God. Go back and stay. You notice that the supernatural in your life is going down. Go back and stay. 
whole glory. You notice that your faith, the spirit of faith at work in your life has reduced the manifestations. Go back and stay in those materials again. Oh, combine them again. I told some of pastors, I said, these and these are the things I'm going to be doing in the next three months. And it's about going back to certain places, certain messages. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you blessed already? Speak in tongues where you are. Oh, you cannot stop a believer. Who knows that blood is speaking for him? You can't. You can't. How will you be stopped? You will not take the testimony of men as final. I love what the Apostle John says. He says, if you have received the testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater. <laughs> the testimony of God is greater. Oh, hallelujah. You were told you were born on 24th of October, 1980. You were not there, but you believed. Oh, hallelujah. He said, well, I look, I look like my brother. I look like my sister. There are many people you look like in this world. <laughs> but you believe the testimony of, of men. The Bible says the testimony of God is greater. That means the things we are sharing, the message, what he did in the death, bear, resurrection of Jesus and the implication for the human race is greater. You can believe it. That's what he's saying. You can believe it. You can believe it. You stay until you are persuaded. You keep hearing and hearing until you are persuaded. Until it touches the fiber of your being. And that's the next thing. Until it gives you a mindset he gives you a way of thinking. Oh, he gives you a fixed mental attitude. You can't think otherwise. The victory is in the message. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Whatsoever. That means it doesn't matter the natural background you came from. Whatsoever. He's born of God overcomes the world. That means we are overcomers of the world system. They can't tell us what to do. No, they can't. They can't tell us how to go. No, we are overcomers of the world. And tomorrow, I'm, like I said, I'll give a marketplace version of this. How we have to carry this message into our ecosystem. We have to carry this message into where we interact. Until the kingdoms of this world become the kingdom of our God. Head of his Christ, rise to your feet, speaking in tongues. That healing is in the message. That husband is in the message. <laughs> that money is in the message. That next level is in the message. He's inside. Oh, yes, he's inside. What do you have before you? <laughs> the answer is here. Speak in tongues. They break out. He said the message. They break out. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing the Lord shouting upon us. Break out. Break out. Break out. Sudden break out. Sudden break out. Sudden break out in the name of Jesus. 
Can you speak in tongues loudly where you are? Speak in tongues radically. Hina moka seliatosa zeniando kobredile kosiata jamina kosembrato siste pura bileka himando siste pura bilekosa jalina kopotosa ebrenda kapetosia jepetosina kombratile kopa. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit carusoscloud.com slash profile slash Savannah Ministries for download. Or visit www.savannahministries.org for more information.